0: Enterprise Management 360, your main source for tech news, analysis, podcasts, and videos for the enterprise. Hello and welcome to the EM360 podcast, where we have a weekly conversation with people who are impacting the enterprise tech landscape. My name is Matt Harris, head of content here at EM360 and your host on this episode. Now, today I'm joined by Ibrahim Sarani, CEO at Astera Software, and we're here to talk about building data platforms with a modern data stack. Ibrahim, welcome to the show. Thank you. Yeah, great to have you on here today, uh, Ibrahim. Could you just walk our listeners a little bit through, you know, who you are, what you do and who Astera are?
1: As you said, my name is Ibrahim Sarani. I'm the founder and CEO of Astera Software. We are a company based uh, here in Westlake Village, California. Uh, I have been in information technology space for about three decades, I have been uh, in data management space for over a decade, and uh, that's my overall uh, intro, if if you will.
0: Nice one, yeah, thank you for that, and and obviously, you know, we're here to talk a little bit around, you know, building those data platforms, and my my first kind of question is, uh, when it comes to data management, how has data management really evolved in the last few years as a priority for modern companies?
1: Well, data management has evolved in multiple ways uh, over the past years. The most important progress uh, has been the focus on building tools that are easier to use and are approachable to a wide range of skill sets. This uh, has helped spread these tools across the organization and into the hands of people who are not traditional, hardcore developers or ETL experts. Collaboration and data ops is another area where we are seeing a great deal of um, progress where we saw individual often standalone tools uh, for specific use cases, we now see platforms that integrate multiple tools into unified data fabrics. So these data fabrics provide the functionality to build, publish, and reusable data artifacts like APIs, data marts, extraction pipelines, cleansing pipelines, predictive models, and more. These artifacts are then used by others to perform analytics or build and publish other artifacts.
0: Yeah, makes sense. Makes sense. And when it, when it kind of comes to uh, data management, what are some of the common problems that companies you know tend to face?
1: So we frequently come across companies that still use hand coded coding to perform uh, data management functions. Most of the time, they have in house teams that are writing SQL scripts or some other code to do the data management functions that can easily be done by high quality tools these days. To the extent that they use any integration tools, uh, they are confined to large scale data extracts or enterprise data warehouse ETL products. There is a a substantial chasm between where the data resides and where it's needed. This means that data analysts often spend a great deal of time trying to locate and obtain uh, the data that they need. This can uh, results in the analytics tasks be delayed or or abandoned altogether.
0: When it comes to you know that modern data stack, what are some common misconceptions that you see a lot of companies you know really really tend to be making, and why are why is the modern data stack a lot more important than some companies seem to think it is?
1: The way I look at uh, when when I work with companies. The misconception that we see is they look at uh, data stack not as, as what it is today, but what it was, let's say 15 years ago, where they, they equate ETL tool or some, you know, data integration tool with what modern data stack is. To me, yeah, modern stack data, data stack is different. It's a, it's a set of software tools that enables individuals to build data artifacts that can be shared across the organization using a data fabric. This data fabric enables users to like publish, discover, and use these artifacts by others within the organization. So Data Stack then provides a company-wide repository or, or a marketplace, if you will, where people who understand source systems can publish curated and cleanse data that can then be used by others. These artifacts, which could be web services, data warehouses, data marts, data visualization, predictive models, among others, uh, can be published for consumption by others. So as for why any organization would need a data stack, it's in every organization, there are people with different skill sets when it comes to data. There are people who understand source systems like ERP, manufacturing systems, others who understand services, and then there are people who are experts at building data warehouses or visualizations or analytics or ML models. data stack, uh, helps these companies leverage these different skill sets by providing a centralized repository or a catalog of data artifacts that can be used for analytics or to create other data artifacts what we see is is that this type of collaborative environment uh, can create a community of data users across the company that is almost like an open source data platform or a marketplace within the organization where people build on other people's work and leverage different expertise within the organization.
0: And to just kind of, you know, dive into where you guys really kind of fit into this. Why is it important to use a unified data management platform such as Astera's? And how does your no-code solution work?
1: So most organizations have their data, as I said, spread across a large collection of applications, services, on-premise and cloud stores. Meaning data, you know, even in a in a medium-sized company, you would find there are so many places where data exists. To extract uh, and process data from all these uh, systems using hand-coded, system, hand-coded uh, approach requires technical expertise that are hard to find, train, or retain. Code to extract, load, and process data itself is spread across all these platforms and all these languages. So not only you have data silos, you also have code silos. A no-code solution like ours opens this uh, domain to almost anyone in the company. With a little training, most people can become experts in these tools. With a centralized data catalog, people can search data, the data artifacts published by other teams and use them in their own pipeline. For instance, an ERP team can publish uh, sales data extractions in the catalog that can then be used by someone to train statistical or ML models. These models can then be used by other applications for predictive and analytical purposes. All this uh, openness creates an environment where someone with permission can access data from anywhere within the uh, from within a single environment, and are insulated from the complexities of dealing with individual systems.
0: That makes sense. That makes sense. And you know, is it quite sort of easy to implement? Because I know you know a lot of companies kind of struggle with implementing the, these kind of things that help out with their data management um how user friendly is it is it you know less complicated than it seems on the surface
1: so data management because there are different functions in data management there is different level of complexity for different use cases so use cases where you are you need to understand let's say an sap system or or a microsoft dynamics system to extract data from is is reasonably more complicated than if you are dealing you know with data that is already extracted So the goal of these data fabrics is to create uh, functionalities and create features that can be used by a wide range of uh, users in a company. So yes, you may need some more technical expertise to extract data, but once the data extraction artifacts has been created and published on the catalog, after that, it's just a matter of drag and drop for any user to use that in their analytics and in their data preparation pipelines.
0: That makes sense. So do you have any you know, success stories from happy customers that you can share with our audience?
1: One uh, example that, uh, that I would give is the, is one of the largest banks in the United States. So one large bank that we work with has a 40 people team. And this team was dedicated to partner onboarding. Uh, they would get data files from partners, their job was to receive data files from partners, and map those files into their systems. It took them weeks to onboard a new partner. So when a new partner would come in, they would need to create mapping and those mappings will be created using access scripts or VBA scripts or Excel sheets. So we pitched them our solution. We, we talked to them and we worked with them to move their entire uh, onboarding process to our platform. About little over a year after they had adopted our platform, the team size was reduced from 40 to five and they were processing higher data volumes because they had automated almost all of the functions associated with onboarding new customers. So that's one example. There's another company that we worked with, uh, which is in the automotive space here in the US. And they uh, worked with automotive dealers, thousands of dealers. So their use case uh, was slightly uh, different, where they would get files from thousands of of these uh, autom- dealers automotive dealers every night and those files must must you know they needed those files to be onboarded uh, mapped and onboarded before the deadline in the morning so they are a dedicated team onboarding onboarding team that used this homegrown mapping functionality to to do their job this team was uh, kind of severely under overwhelmed by the you know and often unable to meet the onboarding deadlines Adding new dealers was a long process, stretching over several weeks. With Astera's intelligent mapping features, they were able to automate the entire process where files would be picked up as soon as they arrived and processed with the correct mapping rules automatically. This eliminated almost all the manual work from the process and the company was able to scale up their volume by just merely adding more hardware.
0: Oh, excellent! Yeah, some some really good um, some really good sort of you know success stories there, and I think that you know really speaks to in general what the market is seeing, where you know we're seeing a lot more of a priority and a lot more kind of value placed on data and how companies can sort of use that and how they need to manage it. Um, so, my final question for you today is then, Ibrahim, kind of just to sum up everything that we talked about. We've obviously seen a rise in. The value of data in recent years. Um, how do you kind of see this moving forward and how do you kind of see the data management space evolving over the next five to 10
1: years? So, I, I believe that data management is at the start of a long cycle. Sure. This area will undergo rapid advancements over the coming years. Growing popularity of AI and ML will greatly accelerate this evolution. Uh, we see several different areas where transformation is already happening. I'll, I'll just mention a couple here. Uh, One is the user experience. Uh, That is the most visible area where we're seeing a great deal of progress. Uh, There are two factors that are driving this transformation. Uh, One is the the need for more people to use these data tools, uh, both hardcore techies and business users. Another key driver that we see is that the selection of these tools is increasingly driven by the end users themselves. These users' uh, price, usability, and approachability over vendor uh, brand recognition and therefore are forcing vendors to compete on user experience. The second thing that we are seeing happening as well is the collaboration features. They are getting a lot more and more attention as companies look to build their internal data ecosystems. This means publishing and consuming artifacts in a catalog with integrated data governance. Um, As ML framework become more accessible, Data integration platform needs to enable more seamless connectivity to these frameworks as well. Uh, MLOps is another area that is getting a great deal of attention. Uh, This is uh, where we make it easier to train, deploy, monitor, retrain uh, ML models.
0: Makes sense. Makes sense. Very, very well said there, Abraham. Um, thank you so much for joining us on today's episode. I really do appreciate your time and giving our audience, you know, a little bit of a of a peek behind the curtain of data management and the kind of solutions that are out there for them.
1: Thank you. I'm glad to be here.
0: Yeah, no worries at all. And, and also thank you to everyone who listened to this podcast. We hope you took a lot away from today's episode, but for further information on what we talked about, please head on over to estera.com. That's A-S-T-E-R-A dot com. We'll be back next week with another episode in our podcast series. But until then, make sure to subscribe to this podcast on all major platforms. Follow the conversation on our socials at EM360Tech on Twitter and LinkedIn. And for more great daily content, please head on over to EM360Tech.com.